Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grieving is difficult. I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, you'll discover what you are experiencing physically and emotionally is normal. Healing is possible. Remember, love always wins. Life will get better. I like to go for walks. I won't put earplugs in my ears. My phone stays in my pocket unless I see some great photo. One of the things I like about going for a walk is that all of a sudden ideas or insights will pop into my mind. On this day, I was to meet M for breakfast, but I was up early as usual. I woke up a bit before 5. I made the bed and began exercising by 5.30. I finished exercising and got ready for the day. Did you notice the small victories? making my bed and exercising. I keep a little list now every day. I put a check mark. Boom, boom. Two small victories already. I had two hours before I was to meet M at gyms. I'm sure God designed me to move. I can't sit still. I always got in trouble in grade school for my pension to move, talk, or become interested in anything but the teacher. More than one teacher said, Ray, can't you just sit still? Of course, as a young child, I probably just bowed my head and hoped they didn't make me take a note home to my parents. After I showered and dressed, two more victories, I went for a walk. Mockingbirds, a deer, and a possum took turns joining me on my walk. I loved to see wildlife. They brought smiles to my face. My thoughts tumbled one after the other. Each thought carried babe's imprint. I stopped trying to clear my mind and let my thoughts flow like a clear running mountain stream. Even when I thought of the mountain stream, my mind went to a moment when Babe and I stopped along I-70 in Colorado at a rest area. We were in the White River National Forest. We followed a trail that went under the highway and up into the mountainside, but we followed it along the stream, and we came to an apricot tree. It was wild, and there were ripe apricots on the tree. I picked one and fed it to her. It was really a special moment. That memory brought a smile back to my face. That was a good memory. M was right. Good memories will come back to the surface. And this was one of those times. I walked a mile and an image of a man I hadn't thought of in years appeared. His name was Jim Savage. He was my first mentor. I was fortunate early on in my career. When asked by a colleague to contribute an article on mentoring to a highly respected journal, I told my colleague I had no mentors, really. He asked me to think about it. I talked it over with Babe. And like so much of our life together, a great idea came out of the conversation. I wrote an article entitled Friends Along the Journey. In the article, I described three people who changed my life's direction. Each person appeared at the right moment and nudged me into a transforming direction. Jim Savage was one of the three people in the article. One day, he called me into his office. I stood in front of his desk. Thoughts flashed through my mind trying to figure out where I messed up. Who complained about me? I drew a blank. He was a big man. He looked up from a paper he was reading. He peered at me over the top edge of his glasses. There was no smile on his face. I expected the worst. He spoke in his gruff, no-nonsense voice that never belied a smile. Galabrese, you have great instincts. Always trust them. You can leave. And he waved me out of the office. Since that moment, I've trusted my instincts and I've never been disappointed. I met Em at Jim's. 
She purposely asked the waiter to seat us where we will have privacy. I told her my story about Jim Savage and how he told me to trust my instincts. M said in typical M fashion, What's it like when you trust your instincts, Ray? If babe were here, M, she'd tell you it's a walk on the wild side. I have no idea where I'll end up. Something deep inside me tells me it's the right way to travel. It doesn't tell me if there'll be hardships, pain, and struggle. It seems that it is the price I paid for following my instincts. Yet even with the high price, it has always worked out for me. Always. Every single time. It sounds like you've asked and answered your question, right? I thought about it for a second. M is an excellent sounding board, at times guiding, at times nudging, and at times reflecting my thoughts back to me. My instincts are my inner voice, my GPS, my guide when I have no clue where I am going. Ray, your instincts are God's Holy Spirit speaking to you. Now more than ever, rely on your instincts in prayer. Let them be your two guides. You said it never failed you. It's God's way of working through you. My instincts tell me I'm not alone on my grieving journey, Em. I already have all I need for what I am experiencing. Life didn't abandon me. It prepared me. Every challenge, every hard lesson, and every relationship, bitter or sweet, prepared me for this moment. I am not one to look over my shoulder, collect mementos, hang framed pictures of achievement on my walls, or place trophies in my bookcase. I feel life is telling me to forge ahead oblivious to the pitfalls. M stared at me. A slight smile appeared. She slowly shook her head and said, When you trust your intuition, Ray, you're trusting God. Even if you fail, God will draw good out of your failure. It's why, in the end, following your instincts will be the right course for you. M's words resonated with me. Oftentimes, I don't see the hand of God until I look back over the distance I've traveled. When I looked back, I realize how life prepared me for this moment. It is a moment of grace. It is a moment of gratitude. And in that moment, I thank God for my teachers on the journey, for the strength and capabilities given me to prepare me for the challenge. Most of all, I thank God for always being near me, even when I couldn't sense he was there. That's the way for people of faith, Ray. Everyone faces life's challenges in the darkness, the difference being those who face life's challenges with the eyes of faith hold on to the belief dawn will come, a rainbow will appear, and eventually everything works out. It's been over two months, Ray, since Babe died. I've seen a lot of growth in you. Do some reflecting and just journal. Journal about whatever your instincts tell you to journal about. I'd like to read it. Do you mind texting it to me? I nodded. I picked up the tab and paid at the cashier. Em and I walked to her car. We hugged. She said ciao and headed off. I headed home to let my instincts guide me and what I would be journaling. I'll share my journal with you in episode 39. I mentioned that I had three people who made a big difference in my life. They appeared exactly when I needed them, and I went in a different direction. Have you had people like that who nudged you in a different direction? And when you look back, were they giving you a set of skills or the strength to handle the situations you now face? Trust your instincts. They're a gift to you. Never quit and know that good things are coming your way. God bless you. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to get notification of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting.
If you have any questions about my grieving experience or want to share your grieving experience with me, please email me at ray.breeze, B-R-E-S-E, at gmail.com. Have a great day. Stay strong and never quit. Never give up.